Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here we are, my friends. It is WrestleMania week. Hence why I'm wearing this t-shirt because I am feeling warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. And you should feel warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum too. And if you are going to WrestleMania, myself and the What Culture crew will be out there. So make sure you come and say hello. And when it comes to the last Raw before the show of shows started, and out came The Miz to host Miz TV. And I was like, why is Miz starting this show? And of course, it's because he's going to be the host. He did indeed welcome Becky Lynch and Lita to the ring as well. Don't forget, they are the tag team champions. Sometimes I swear that WWE does forget. And they were with Trish Stratus. And I tell you, if we are not teasing something here... I'm just bought into some online rumours, and as ever, I'm a massive nerd. This also wanted to know why Becky Lynch called herself the man if she needed a bunch of help. When Bex was all like, well, I may be the man, but you're just a man... And you're a man with small balls. And I was like, how does everybody know the size of Mrs. testicles? And then we kind of insinuated that Maurice walks around and tells everyone. I was like, what kind of wife would do that? Imagine that conversation. Oh, hi, Maurice. How are you? My husband has tiny balls. Yeah, Maurice, I'm going. He then did continue to tease that maybe, just maybe, Trish Strass is going to turn on Becky Lynch. Because Miz was all like, oh, look, it's Lita and Trish. You're not relevant anymore. Lita was like, well, I'm pretty relevant because I've got a tag team championship. And while Stratus was all like, oh yeah, I love these guys, does she have a belt? No, unless it's one to keep her pants up. This is when Damage Control interrupted and Bailey was so mad that they just see their six-person match as just another match because to her it's everything. I was like, this is not how the world works, Bailey. It was Brad's birthday and Brad comes storming in here and says, oh, it's my birthday, everyone have a good time. I'm like, no, Brad, I don't care about the day you were born. If you want to go nuts, that's fine. But if I want to sit in the corner and be a negative Nancy, I will. She then also agreed that Stratus and Lita weren't relevant anymore. And therefore, her new dream is to end them. <laughs> end them, so they're going to die. Lynch then went absolutely crazy and said, man, Bailey, you suck. And because you suck, now Eo Sky and Dakota Kai suck. And that's not fair. So I am going to take this fist soon. And I'm going to punch you so damn hard in the face, your face will fall off. She didn't say that, but I bet you John Travolta and Nicolas Cage would like it. Lynch also pretty much said she was bored of this feud. She was like, I thought it's over at Survivor Series and it's still going. And it should be over at WrestleMania, but there is something we are missing here. Also, this basically served to set up Becky Lynch versus EO Sky, but it was all right. And it could be one of those things in hindsight you go, ha, 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 like Santa Claus, when you realize what they were doing, give it enough. And then we did get this match. Really, it could be an entire program. The real shock was, despite everybody staying at ringside, so I was like, well, we're definitely going to get some shenanigans here. We didn't. And we just got our finish. 
and it was one, two, three, which also ties into my suspicions that some kind of nonsense is happening at the weekend. The absolute best part is when Sky eventually caught Becky Lynch and she just gave her so many German suplexes, ich mag das, when she kicked Lynch off the top rope and just wrecked her with a moonsault. And it was so great, and it got EO so rabbed up, she was like, oh, I'm gonna do another one. Why not? It is a good maneuver. And what a maneuver. Very sadly, Bex had learned. She got out the way, she hit the manhandle slam, that was it. So I tell you, given that, my prediction for WrestleMania is that Damage Control are going to win because Trish goes, ha, 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 I was a villain all along. I like that. We should have some fun. Chaos is good. Ah, but then saw the bloodline in the back where we did get this great video for Oscar and later on we got on for Bianca Belair too. And I am thinking about this all morning because look, they were pretty good. And I was like, oh man, these two are such great wrestlers. I can't wait to see them fight. But also, when it does come to this build... Well, it's been a little bit lackluster. But hey-ho, I'm sure they will smash it when we get to WrestleMania. And then not only did we see the bloodline walking in the back, but we also cut to Kathy Kelly, who was with Seth Rollins. She was like, oh, hello, Seth. Tell me how it feels to have been knocked out twice by Logan Paul. Seth's so like, well, I didn't enjoy it. What a stupid question. Seth then got even more annoyed because Mustafa Ali popped up from nowhere. And he was all like, oh, I'm Mustafa Ali. You sound too negative now. So what you should do is respond to thing... Positive Ali. So that's his new thing. And I don't know why we're doing this. And I also don't know why he's not feuding with Dolph Ziggler anymore. Seth recommended that that was such a good catphrase he should make it into a t-shirt. And he honestly said this. Given that months ago, Mustafa Ali had really wanted a match with Seth Rollins, why don't we do it now? So he did it now. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Mustafa Ali not only got basically ruined here... But it only lasted two minutes. So seriously, you have to watch it for the amount of stomps Seth Rollins did, including this one in the corner where poor Ali's head just went straight into the floor. I was like, oh man, I was rubbing my bald head like I hope he's okay, but apparently he is, so that's just good wrestling. Rollins also pinned him after this, and look, the fans loved Everett, and the whole time they were going, whoa, whoa, whoa. But here's the problem. I like Mustafa Ali a lot, and I actually think we could come up with a good program for him. We just don't. This new character is kind of whack. And I love being a positive Pete. Down. Rollins did cut a really good promo after this, though, because he was like, look, if I lose to Logan Paul after everything he's already done to me, he's not going to be the joke. I'm going to be the joke. So he took the stakes here and he increased them. Given that it is going down on April 1st, too, which is Logan's birthday, the crowd won't be singing happy birthday to you, but they will be singing whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I love this stuff in wrestling. It's so stupid. What a sentence to say. However, Seth does have these people wrapped around his finger. He's very good at what he does. Baron Corbin was then back on Raw. He wasn't happy. Because he was upset with Adam Pearce because even though he's out there doing all the promotional work for WrestleMania, he doesn't have a match. Now, Adam actually seemed quite sympathetic to this. And just as he was about to say something... In walked Chelsea Green. Now, something has definitely happened to Carmella, so I really do hope she is okay. But Chelsea was all like, listen, I want into that WrestleMania showcase match, even though I thought she was already in the WrestleMania showcase match. This is when Sonya Deville also arrived, and she was like, well, that sounds like a delightful idea. So Anna Pierce is like, all right, I'm going to make you a tag team, and you're going to go into a qualifier later. If you win that, you can go to WrestleMania. So my hand went right up. I was like, what about Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler? Why didn't they have to qualify? Corbin was totally stunned by this, and I was with him. I was like, look, I think it's really weird too. None of it makes any sense. And I still don't know what we're doing with Baron Corbin. But as you know, I'm a big fan of his. So fingers crossed it's coming after WrestleMania. And it was tears for old Simon after this. 
real tears. Because we were having a weigh-in featuring Brock Lesnar and Omos for a match where there's no weight limit. So we literally did this just so we could hear numbers and go, oh my gosh, it's so much weight. And it worked. Sports entertainment. MVP was here too and he chatted about the fact that when it comes to WrestleMania, Brock has been everybody, including Roman Reigns, including Goldberg, and of course, defeating the Undertaker streak. And what I liked about this is that it's almost been 10 years and as soon as Umvuk did say this, what did the crowd do? Boo. They're still so mad. Omos then got on the scales and he was 410 pounds. And I did go, oh man, he's 410 pounds. Which goes to show what kind of geek I am. When of course Brock Lesnar came to the ring and he decided he didn't want anybody to know how much he weighed. And he started to beat up Omos when he picked up the scales. I think he was going to hit him. As much as he tried though, he couldn't knock this man down. Lesnar was sent to the outside. When he had another crisis of confidence, he was like, oh, I don't know what to do. You're like 7 foot 10. And I'm not. That is the story here. It's Goliath versus Goliath, but the smaller Goliath is now feeling like David because it has become David versus Goliath, but David versus Goliath if, like, you went absolutely crazy with it. And I don't mind us doing this match. People are still moaning about it. There's a ton of fights over WrestleMania weekend. Give me one that is utter nonsense. To the point, I'm giving it up. Also, Good for Omos, right? Good for Omos. Imagine that ring, ring. Oh, it's Omos here. It doesn't talk like that. You're going to have a match with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. You'll be over the moon. That makes me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. Go kick his ass. When it was time for Rhea Ripley after this, you can just feel her star starting to grow. We also got a Charlotte Flair hype video after this. And when Byron Saxton was with the Nightmare, he was like, well, what did you think of that? Ripley's like, well, I don't really care. Because while she does understand that the Queen does have a great legacy in wrestling, she doesn't need to hear about it every single week. And in fact, right now, it's getting quite boring. The truth is, she needs to defeat Charlotte Flair so she can start her run to the top and she can create her own legacy. And that begins when she becomes the SmackDown Women's Champion. Rhea was all fired up here and she had the serious eyes. And let's face it, that's what we should do at WrestleMania. No ifs, no buts, no maybes. Just get it done. Clean as a whistle in the middle of the ring. Giving it up. Finn Balor was then responding to Edge. And not only do we have a video editing war going on, because Finn had edited his here too, we also have an Alter Bridge war going on, because don't forget that match is the Battle of the Alter Bridge song. Because after the Radar Superstar had presented his dark, spooky attempt last week, Balor showed us his, but his was funnier. He's like, oh, Edge, you're going to be all scary, are you, with your candles? <laughs> and there were a lot of candles. Well, I can do that too. And in fact, you told me to bring the demon, but I don't need to bring him because he's always inside of me. So he's the Hulk. He then crossed us over into Demon Finn Balor and he had all the face paint on. And I don't mind any of this at all. Like, it's wacky and it's a little bit goofy, but again, goofy wrestling for life. But I also do believe they're going to use this to have one hell of a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania. Plus, there's rumours that Gangrel may be involved. And going back to Alter Bridge, well, wouldn't you know it? They have a gig in Los Angeles on the Saturday, but they seem very free on Sunday. Maybe we're going to get a live performance. So this is a potential show stealer as far as I'm concerned. And of course, it will end this feud, which definitely does need to end. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're starting to build our WrestleMania men's showcase after this. And no, I didn't forget what happened on SmackDown. So as soon as I saw the Street Profits, I was all like, boo. And I saw Braun, Raw, Strowman, and Ricochet, and I was all like, boo, and... That's just what you get. The Alpha Academy and the Viking Raiders were also involved. So this was essentially the WrestleMania match. But all we'd done here was taken the Hill Tag Teams and put them in a pairing or foursome and done the same with the good guys. But actually, everybody in it is so damn good, this was really fun. And who had Braun and Ricochet being such a damn good pairing? They kick ass. Dawkins also got the hot tag here to remind you once again, no, he's not the weak link of the team and you can push both of them if you do decide to separate them at the finish to this. Because not only did Ricochet jump off Strowman's shoulders to do a senton, which is not a normal thing, but Montez Ford was then on the top rope, and he did the most delicious frog splash you'd ever seen when he went over Strowman's head and kind of moved in midair. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Two plus two equals potato. He then pinned Eric to get the one, two, three, and yes, in the back, Maxine Dupree was watching Otis for the Maximum Male Models. So we took everything I liked here and we smudged it into one... Who doesn't like a good smudging? What? Um, as did Cody Rhodes. I mean, this guy's on fire. Not literally. Because he was bigging up his match with Sola Sokoa in the main event this evening, and he gets it. Not only is his WrestleMania match on the line, he could get hurt here, so he could potentially be damaged goods. He doesn't want there to be any excuses, though, and he's also going to prove that Solo isn't ready. Because let's not forget, Sokoa may be undefeated, but the American Nightmare knows all about not being ready. He's going to show him. I liked all of this, though, and when Cody Rhodes does get all like, oh, man, I'm going to get so angry right now, you just believe in him. And again, I still don't know who's going to win that match because if it was originally meant to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns, I don't think The Rock was walking away with any gold. So flub me sideways, I'm intrigued. We then got this kind of weird segment with Austin Theory, but I did enjoy it because it was different and you should always do different. But he was cutting a promo before the show in an empty arena to prove to John Cena, I don't care about the fans, you may like the fans, but I don't like the fans and I only do this for myself. Now the only problem I had with this is that it gave me some kind of horrible flashbacks because it felt like a pandemic promo and I never want to go back to that again. However, given how much people do look up to Cena, Austin is going to end that at WrestleMania and when all is said and done, they won't care about Big Match John anymore because they will only be inanimate with Austin who will become the thing they now believe in. So he's being Santa Claus once more and he was all like, you will believe in the theory. He didn't say that, but he should have said that. I said that. Why aren't I allowed a microphone? Now, do not get me wrong, Austin totally needs to smash this and he needs to come out the other side smelling of roses. But once again, why not put him in the position and see if he's ready to fly? I tell you what is getting a bit concerning. 
his beard. I mean, I can't grow a beard, so who am I to talk? But it just looks a little bit odd. I'm sure I'll get used to it eventually. But then got to confirm that Stacey Keebler is also going into the Hall of Fame this year, which I thought was very nice. When we did get this weird women's showcase qualifier match. Because it was Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville taking on Candice LeRae and Mia Yim. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't these two already try to get into this thing and they failed? Why are they getting another shot? It's also done in three minutes because Chelsea distracted the referee. So Sonya just punched Mi Chin right in the face when Green was able to hit the unprettier one, two, three. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be horrible. But I don't think this got anybody pumped for anything. I'm going to give it a down. However, when it comes to characters, I think Chelsea Green is brilliant. And I think Sonya Deville is brilliant. So while this has happened by happenstance, maybe we could do something with it and call an audible. I'm just happy they are going to WrestleMania. They're good. Given that Roman Reigns wasn't on this week's episode of Raw, you just knew we were going to have to do something with the bloodline. Here came Paul Heyman. He went in hard on the whole Solar Sokoa not being ready thing, saying he is ready, he is the enforcer, and he is going to do such a job on Cody Rhodes that when he does go into WrestleMania, that's right, he's not going to be 100%. Head of the table doesn't mind doing this too because Roman Reigns is always ready to do whatever he has to, hence why he's no longer the big dog and he is the tribal chief. And there was a lot of nicknames here. We then played off this whole he's not ready thing by Heyman saying it's Cody who's not ready because look, He wasn't ready to step into his dad's shoes and he sure as hell isn't ready to be WWE champion. So we had the gun here, shots fired. Therefore, the only thing the American Nightmare is ready for is to lose to Roman. Even though you could see that coming a mile away, Stevie Wonder could see it. It was like, that's a good line. He also said there is another thing that Cody should be ready for and that's to disappoint the fans and acknowledge Roman Reigns. Once again, I was like, ah, I don't know who's going to win here. Not that it really matters, that's the whole point. It's like going on a roller coaster. Oh, which way is next? You know the deal with Paul Heyman. He always delivers. Up. And then Dominic Mysterio walked out and actually said, Give me Dominic Mysterio forever. I don't even know what that means. But he got mega heat as soon as he got on the microphone. And because he's just wonderful, he was like, Ray Mysterio, my dad. What a low life hitting his son, even though he has literally been goading him for months. And Mania 2, we're going to find out what a failure Ray is. And the whole time, the crowd was just booing this guy. And Damien Priest had come out with a condom and go look at his face. Damo was loving this. They have arrived. Tommy Boy also mentioned that he wished... He had told his mum to shut up years ago. And I love it when people say that wish, like a genie's going to pop out and go, oh. And he actually made all his three wishes. Because one, he wishes he told his mum to shut up years ago. Two, he wishes Eddie was his real father. And the best one, three, he wishes Rey Mysterio didn't exist. I was like, Dom, you can't wish that. The genie will do it and you will disappear too. Because how could he give birth to you or help give birth to you? You know what I'm talking about? It's but. What are we talking about? Seriously though, Dominic Mysterio was excellent here and there is no two ways about it. He has embraced this character to such a strong degree, he should win at WrestleMania. I'm not kidding. And this led right into Damien Priest versus Rey Mysterio. And Rey lost because of Dominic. Us <laughs> having the best time. And sure, you could telegraph this miles away, but it makes sense. That's why we're doing it. And just as Rey Mysterio is about to hit the big splash after he hit the 619, Dom was just like, no. And he pushed him off the top rope and he beat him up for the DQ. Eventually, Legado del Fantasma ran out. If I was rapping, like, why did you take so long? I've already taken pummeling. 
just to double down and to reiterate when it comes to predictions, I think Dominic Mysterio should win. Look, I'm going to stand in my most serious position so you know that I mean it. We've talked about carnage and we've talked about chaos before. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So burn it up, baby. Shouldn't have said it. Uh, they got reminded it's the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on this week's Smackdown when Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson were just back on Raw. And they were chatting to Johnny Gargano because I guess all these guys are going to be in it. That was strange. We also saw Elias and Rick Boogs going, oh, we're going to win the armbar. And I was like, what the hell happened to your storyline? And because Elias, Mr. Guitar, the Ling Ding Ding, was so confident he was going to be victorious, Dexter Loomis got mad at him, Bronson Reed got mad at him, and yes, Bobby Lashley got mad at him too. I'm like, I don't even know if you're in this thing. Which wasn't true, because you can just go and look and he's on the poster. So surely Bobby Lashley is going to win that. I really don't know what we're doing with him ever since Bray Wyatt did have to go away from TV. And again, he's doing okay. But I would have Bob destroy the field and he goes to WrestleMania and he does something else. Maybe he could just flex. I'd enjoy it. Weird guy. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens then cut this promo backstage. And I just went, man, isn't it amazing that these two wrestlers found each other? Because they have such good chemistry, it's kind of crazy. Zayn said it meant the world to them that they are having their tag team match in LA because while they grew up in Montreal, it was Los Angeles where they got their big break. Kevin Owens was like, yeah, I tell you what else, this is the biggest WWE tag team title match ever. He could be right. Jay also mentioned how the Usos used to be the best tag team in WWE, but now that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are together, they're going to be ranked two number two, which they will prove at the show of shows. Now, look, we don't know if this is going to main event night one or not, but I do not care. Just hook it to my veins. Give it to me. So while we have gone past all the crazy parts of this storyline, the little things we're doing at the moment to keep it ticking over, it's got me excited. Just got me ready. It's just got me pumped. I cannot wait to see it. Imagine if WWE did pull a fast one. I mean, you'd be devastated. So don't do that. Make us feel warm and fuzzy in our tum tums. I'm really pushing it today. You need to reel it back in a bit. This is getting it up. It was utter randomness after this because it was Dolph Ziggler versus Gunther. Huh. And the Intercontinental Championship wasn't on the line either. And all you really need to know is at one point, Dolph Ziggler ran at Gunther. Gunther chopped him out of midair. He gave him the power bomb. He gave him the last sympathy. One, two, three. One about two minutes. Gunther then got on the mic afterwards and said it was a disgrace that he has to have a three-way at WrestleMania, even though it was his fault. And also Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Look at Dolphy. Now, he didn't call him Dolphy. He called him Dolph Ziggler. But if that's what he's done to this veteran, what do you think I'm going to do to you? So as ever then, this is all about right time and right place. And while I probably would have found somebody else to be in the position and not Dolph Ziggler, the fact that Gunther is on a tear right now and just destroying fools makes you go, let me rub my non-existent beard. Is he going to retain at WrestleMania even though the odds are against him? Maybe he is. It's also just going to be such an amazing match because it will be big men slapping man meat. And I think that Drew McIntyre is going to ping Sheamus to become the Intercontinental Champion. And then you can do that feud, whereas Gunther could go after Cody Rhodes and be his first opponent. I ain't going to get mad about that. Uh, and I'm not going to get mad about our main event on this week's episode of Raw because it was Cody Rhodes versus Sola Sokoa. Rocked. I had no idea what we were going to do once again because Sola Sokoa is undefeated, as is Cody Rhodes. But of course, I should have known it made all the sense in the world. Cody beat him. We absolutely thought this through, though, because even though Rhodes started off well, eventually Solo was just like, man, I'm the enforcer of the bloodline. Nobody can touch me. He started to kick his ass. And at one point, it was so bad, Cody had to use Simba the Steel Steps. But then when he did a 2023 wrestling dive, Sokoa caught him 
and just threw him into Alan the announce table. I couldn't help it. I was like, man, you're such a badass. I think I love him. Turns out the road was just increasing his power meter throughout all of this, though, because all of a sudden he went snap power slam, disaster kick, Cody Cutter, and crossroads. But when he went to pin Solo Sokoa and the ref went one, the ref went two, Sokoa got his foot on the ropes. I was like, oh, man, I didn't see that coming. What a beast. Or what a beast his foot is, he knew what he was doing. But then went proper nuts because Solo was going for the Samoan spike when Cody Rhodes just kept spanning springboards with his Cody cutter. And I think the Usos knew what that meant because all of a sudden their music started to play. So I was like, damn audio guy, where's your loyalty? And they came out, I suppose, to go all bloodline. It did allow Sokoa 2 to hit the spinning Solo for an awesome near fall where thankfully Mr. Audio proved that he is balanced. This is when Sami Zayn's music started to play. <laughs> Shenanigan Sports Entertainment. KO and Sam Sammy came out and they just chased the Usos off. I was like, this is nuts. It did open the door for Solo, who went for a second Samoan spike. But this is when Cody was like, I can't deal with this. He hit the crossroads. He got the one, two, three. And look what we've done here. We've just sent the message. Oh, well, Cody Rhodes just defeated somebody who was undefeated. And do you know what he could do on Sunday night? He could also defeat Roman Reigns, who has basically not been pinned for over 1,000 days. Seeds. It also means there is just one last mountain for him to climb when we get to WrestleMania. But Hen, can we do it? I still don't know, genuinely. I think about this all the time because I'm a very, very bizarre individual. And I would say yes. I want to make a prediction. I will say yes. But if Roman does win, will I be totally surprised? No. Shh. Up. Which did indeed bring us to the end of Monday Night Raw, the Raw before WrestleMania, and I had a great old time. I am so locked in and ready for WrestleMania, so WW must have done something right. Give it up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of Raw and give me your predictions for WrestleMania. I want to know and click one of the videos on the screen. It could be an ups and downs video, so you can stay up to date with wrestling. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. My name is Simon for What Culture. I will see you throughout the week for the rest of the ups and downs, but of course, they're all going to be a little bit weird because we'll be on location and we'll do what we can. But look, it comes but once a year. You have a good time, my friends, and I'll see you on the other side. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 